welcome to the Excel Still More podcast. I am your host, Chris Emerson, and we are here to talk about tips and strategies that you can employ to deepen your faith, improve your relationships, and just get the most out of your life. Thank you for joining. Let's get started. Okay, so today is our official back to school special. We're calling it Restoring World Order because that's kind of what has to happen when you get done with the summer, a time of more activities, of travel, of staying up late and sleeping in if you can in the mornings, random activities, a lot of fun. There has to be a restoration of order in your world. Discipline must come back into focus, otherwise we won't be able to meet the obligations in front of us. Maybe you're a student back to school, that means early mornings, homework in the evenings. Maybe you're a college student and you're back on campus, and that means back to your fall job and your responsibilities at that location. Even if you have no affiliation with back to school at all, there's still this back to reality at the end of the summer for a lot of people. Maybe you took a trip or two this summer. I think every single person I've ever met spent at least a week in Colorado this year. So probably you're one of those. Summer is fun. It's a great time to let loose a little bit. Although, as we'll talk about today, unfortunately, disorder comes along with spontaneous things, out of routine travel, not getting up early in the morning, All those things can contribute to a bit of disorder, which in the summer you kind of just roll with. But if that disorder continues into the fall, the Excel Still More journey will suffer. You see, there's this law that's always in place called the law of entropy or the law of disorder. And it basically says that in any system, whether it's the universe or your life, If intelligent effort is not made to hold it together, it will naturally disintegrate. It will increase in chaos or disorder. This is just the truth of the world we live in, and we cannot change it. But we need to understand that, that when effort is not made to hold something together, it will probably begin to fall apart. And truth be told, sometimes we just don't care. I experienced that this summer in my own journey and what I've been trying to do. I didn't run as much as I had in the spring. There were some tasks that I was doing quite consistently that became less consistent, and I wasn't really worried about it. We did some traveling. We had a really busy summer schedule of going and helping other churches and doing some youth uh, events and a lot of neat things, so I didn't worry about all that stuff. But now I'm starting to realize that this fall will not be productive unless something is restored, something changes. I have to put in extraordinary force from the outside into the system in order to counter the disorder that the system naturally produces. I hope that makes sense to you because we're going to talk about what that looks like in your family and how routine can help you counter it. But just in case it's not clear, I want to give you an example. I hope this helps. Imagine that you set up a table in your living room and you call all your family, close friends in, and you dump a 1,000-piece puzzle out on that table. 
Now, there is disorder from moment one. Piles of pieces, some upside down, turned in different directions, laying on top of one another. Not any two pieces are connected. And you say, here's what we're going to do. Every night before bed, for 15 minutes, we're going to sit down at this table as a family or friends or whoever, and we're going to work on this puzzle. Now, let me ask you, if you did that every night for three months, what would be the outcome? That disorder would start to show order. What was disintegrated or chaotic or entropy would be actually, for at least a time, reversed. You would start to see things coming together. This follows perfectly with much of what our Excel Still More journey has been about, like be wise small, it's just 15 minutes per night. The idea of just taking it one day at a time and making the most out of the day and not trying to do too much. But by the end of three months, you would probably have a fully formed puzzle. Maybe you would have even gone and gotten that clear glue and glued it. Perhaps even ordered a picture frame from Amazon and mounted this thing on the wall. Through a little bit of daily routine, you not only stopped the entropy in its tracks, you actually restored order. And this is kind of a metaphor for what the entire Excel Still More journey is all about. But what about this? Same story, except you just so happen to set up the table and pour out the pieces at the beginning of the summer. And you said, every night this summer, we're going to sit down and work on this. And maybe you did for a few days, but it's summertime. Everybody got really busy. There was lots of daylight in the evenings. People were staying up super late getting up late in the morning, traveling out of town all the time, having people over, doing everything in the world except that puzzle. Instead, the table got bumped into all the time, people spilled drinks on it, and everybody just kind of walked right by. By the end of the summer, what would that puzzle look like? Now, you might say, well, it would still be in pieces. Oh, no, it would be worse than that. Pieces would be strewn everywhere, Pieces would have fallen on the floor. The dog would have eaten them. Pieces would have gotten wet when drinks were spilled and maybe ruined. Pieces would have been lost along the way. So it's not like it just waited for you to get with the program. Disorder continued. And of course, that's the danger of not fixing this, of not going into the fall with a better plan. I understand how it works here in the summer. Traveling on vacation, lots of things going on with the kids, changed sleep schedule, The whole deal, I get it. And so maybe even things with regard to your faith have slowly been neglected and they began to weaken. Maybe your financial discipline got neglected and began to weaken. Not to mention the fitness and what happens when we take a little time off or the development of better friendships. And listen, I'm going to give you some tips at the end of this episode I know will help you. But let me just make sure you're with me on this. I'm not depressed about all that. I just have to acknowledge that that's what happens, and maybe in my life that's what happened. But recognition of that is the key to what comes next. So here's why I'm saying all of that. As we get into the end of August and September, you ought to be optimistic about restoring world order in your world. Don't get down on yourself if you stopped running three weeks ago. Hey, it was summer. Things were crazy. I've got good news. It's going to get cooler outside. 
you're going to get back to a routine, and routines are awesome. Routines are the secret to order, to restoration, to countering chaos, to reversing or at least pausing entropy. You need routines. Remember, if the family had sat down for just 15 minutes each night before bed, if they had a clear routine of when they went to bed and they sat down, you've got a beautiful picture on the wall. But with just the absence of a routine, things went in the other direction. And by the way, the difference between success and failure was not the difficulty of the task. It was about a regular, intentional time set aside to accomplish it. Now, as we get to the back half of this, I'm excited to share with you five things. There's a short list of five things that I've been thinking a lot about to help build on things that have gone right this summer, because some things have continued to grow, and get all of those other things back where I want them to be so that this can be the most optimistic fall ever. But I need to say another thing or two about routine. Some people hate that word. In fact, up until not too long ago, a year or two, I was one of those people. I felt like a daily schedule, setting it and following it was boring, it was limiting, it kept me from exploring new things, from trying different things, from being spontaneous. I liked all that stuff. I still like all that stuff. And I remember a couple of years ago sitting down with Summer saying, listen, every day it's like the same thing over and over. Every week is a cycle, every month, every season, every year. And I just wonder if, if it's got me limited where I'm not experiencing new and interesting things. And look, maybe that's what summer is about. Maybe that's a season for exploration or something like that. But what I came to realize over time is that deeper is more valuable than wider. When you get into a daily habit of spending time with your kids, spending time in the Word, in a weekly habit of several interactions at worship with Christians, and you do that day after day, week after week, sure, it keeps you from exploring other places and things as often, but instead of spreading out your experiences, you begin to deepen them. Stronger connections with your kids, more involvement in your church, a better understanding of God. That sounds awesome. It took me a while to figure it out, but regular scheduled routine is a very good thing. If I've chosen wisely, and I'm going to give you that list in a minute to help, but if we set it up wisely, it'll be a highlight. I'm pretty excited, actually, about a return to the world order that allows me to deepen a select number of things every week, like faith, fitness, friendships, and financial responsibilities. And look, we haven't talked about God or the Bible too much yet today, but I want to work in a passage for you from Hebrews chapter 3. In Hebrews chapter 3 and in verse 12, the Bible says we have to take care that there not be in any one of us an evil, unbelieving heart that falls away from the living God. Even in our faith and in our spirituality, the possibility is there for disorder, for entropy, for chaos, for falling away. Well, what's the cure for that? He said, but encourage one another day after day, as long as it is still called today, so that none of you will be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. 
What's the solution for spiritual entropy? Well, it's simple. Routine encouragement. Day after day. As long as it's called today, I will set aside time to encourage and be encouraged. Tomorrow, I'll do it again. And the day after that, and the day after that. And how long? How long will I do it? Well, verse 14 says, For we have become partakers of Christ, if we hold fast the beginning of our assurance, firm unto the end. World order. Routine. Deepening faith and relationships. Right up unto and through the end when we see Jesus. Okay, let's get into this. It can help you spiritually. If you have drifted a bit in your faith this summer, maybe your worship habits have been distracted by all the things that have been going on. Maybe your Bible reading has lost its regularity. Maybe it's something else like fitness, not eating well, not getting out and getting the 30 minutes of exercise each day. Maybe it's friendships. You've been so tied up with family and travel and all the different explorations of the season that there are some relationships that haven't been nurtured much recently. Or maybe it's your finances. If you've been traveling, turns out eating out, kind of expensive. Balancing that budget in, it's starting to look like even money on the 20th of the month instead of the 30th. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Well, here we go. Are you ready? I've got a few minutes to share with you some things that will help. Here is the first. Number one, don't be dramatic. We can't act like our entire world has fallen apart. Now, I know I've kind of contributed to that by calling the episode Restoring World Order, but you know what I mean, just your world, what order looks like in your system. And I probably didn't help very much with the puzzle illustration, telling you that after three months of ignoring it, some of the pieces will be lost, some will be useless, and you won't have the whole puzzle in front of you. Some of you are thinking, that's my life. It's over. Pieces are lost. It'll never come together again. Well, look, that outcome is possible, but it's not likely after just a few months. I mean, you can go to Amazon and buy another puzzle. We have lots of opportunities to fix this. Let's just start from here and not be all dramatic and act like the world has come to an end. It's just a bit out of order, and we want to restore it. Number two, set your alarm. Yes, it's time. Now, maybe some of you do this already, in which case you can congratulate yourself and wait on step three. But step two is, it's time to decide when I'm going to go to bed and when I'm going to get up in the morning. We're trying to set aside time for God and for spiritual development, and that means we need to wake up at a certain time to get that going. Number three, the one great hour. I've gotten a lot of feedback on The One Great Hour since it came out very early, one of the first episodes. We talked about setting aside, if possible, 60 minutes in the morning to pray, ask beautiful questions, read the Word, write down some notes about it, plan your schedule, determine what frog you're going to eat, determine what spiritual highlight you're going to pursue, talk about what you're grateful for, you know, all the journal stuff. You can go to excelstillmore.life and order one of those journals if you want that list. It doesn't have to be an hour. doesn't have to be first thing in the morning. But you need something. There has to be some time scheduled, routine, every day, to focus on what matters. Number four, be wise small. Maybe even smaller than back in April or May. 
In other words, don't try to fix all this in one day or one week. Oh, I've got to get all this back going. Faith needs some big steps. That's a good place to start. But also with my fitness and finances and friendships and family and everything is just all over the place. Okay, look, we can fix it. But you can't do it all in one day. Be wise small. Pick something that you're going to add back to the routine and do it. Don't overcorrect by trying to do too much. Remember, this is stress-free chess. And then number five, and I like this one the most, is be creative. In other words, try something new. I mean, some of the stuff is standard. Like if you've been out of town a lot, you need to get back to worship. That's the same and it'll always be the same. Bible study is always needed. But to some degree, this is a new beginning. It's the fall. Schedules are back in place. Kids are back in school. Vacation time is over. I get to create routine. I'm reestablishing world order here, and it may be trying something unique or new, a different kind of Bible read, a different service in the church, a different way of exercising. Be creative, be excited, but be intentional. So there you go. If you are interested in restoring world order in your life, reversing atrophy, making things better, number one, don't be too dramatic about it. You can do this. Number two, it's time to set your alarm. Number three, find time for the one great hour or something like it. Number four, be wise small, be incremental and intentional, don't overdo it. And number five, if you can, be a little bit creative. I think you'll have fun adding new things in that you believe will help you. So don't be stressed, don't be negative, don't feel desperate. The mercies of the Lord are new every morning. Start from here. Take advantage of the return to sanity that is the fall. And in the portion that God has allotted you, go about restoring world order. Thank you so much for listening today. We encourage you to check out the website, excelstillmore.life, where you can subscribe to emails, order the three-month journal, or check out past episodes. As always, please consider sharing this with people in your life who you think we can help. And whatever you do today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, excel still more.